This is a special edition of Coffee Shop Conversations. First of all, because it's our first one at our new location, Artichoke Music at 2007 Southeast Powell Boulevard. I'd like to thank everyone at Catfish Lou's for their kind hospitality, and we wish them the best in their new location next month. Look for more info on OMN when they make their move. This is also special because Reggie Houston has returned. Last time he was here, it was to talk about the life of Fats Domino. Reggie played Barry Sachs in Fats' band for 20 years. A couple of weeks ago, the man who might be called the father of rock and roll died, Dave Bartholomew, who wrote and arranged nearly all of the music that came out of New Orleans at the dawn of the rock and roll era of the 1950s, including all of Fats Domino and Little Richard's work. That was Dave's band on all those tunes. Reggie was very close to Dave, who passed at age 100. When we sat down, Reggie pulled out pictures of tours they had made together. He was looking through them when I turned on the recorder. Cool, remember, I found some Captain Jack Dupree. Champion Jack Dupree? Champion, yeah. Wow. Yeah, with hanging, hanging. See, I, I, I met him in Europe, and then he came to, then he came in, back to New Orleans. Uh-huh. And uh, I was hanging out with him in. I almost the, got fired from playing one of his songs. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, oh, yeah, because all of this stuff was, well, in certain markets, a little more than risque. Right. It was the, the one where Ma, Mama caught a chicken thought it was a duck. You know that one? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you see, yeah. You see, that goes beyond risque, baby. <laughs> I'm trying to find, but uh, in case you ask me some questions that I'm not prepared to answer. There is no I'll, question that you're not prepared to I'll, answer. I'll find a full There's one. There is no, I have, I have not, I've, I've known you for 20 years, <laughs> and I have yet to hear you not be prepared to answer something. <laughs> well, you ready to go? Oh, yeah, man. I'm, I'm All right. Just I'm gonna be fiddling around. All right. Well, we'll just be rolling. <laughs> All right. As you usually do. As usually, usually. Um, how you doing? Awful, actually. Me too. I'm just, you know, I mean, physically fair, but um, spiritually, and just been depressed as hell. Yeah. And really down. Yep. Um, a lot of that going around. Yeah, man, and it's it's um it's it's a it's a situation of having these type of problems and not having the proper outlet to to vent. Yes. Or either to just grieve. Correct. One need to grieve yes. when, yeah. when you've lost yeah. um, someone that's very close to you, yeah. and when it has been in my in with me being here in such rapid succession uh-huh. that I haven't really been able to kind of get my mind around it because I'm here, and everybody who's significant to the grief. And also the the um, the grieving process, mm-hmm. they're not here. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, so I just been you know just going through my little life as you know I have my three little gigs a week, which I have something to look forward to. Right. And then I go home and just sit in my corner, and right. uh, and you know try to deal with in some positive ways. Uh, Without having, you know, going out and burden burden people with I, it. I understand you know. completely. Um, 
uh, unfortunately, I'm still from that unfortunate school yes. of males hardly ever shared these oh, type of things yeah, with yeah, you, and you yeah. keep stuffing them down until they be right. almost um, overwhelming. Yeah, well, so I'm and, Italian, so I'm allowed to cry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and it's in, 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 in my quiet moments, I do too. Sure. You know, um, sure. And, but, you know, I, I didn't realize how hard I took Charles's death. Is that right? I really didn't until I got back here. Wow. It, um, you know, I mean, Alan was personal and, and, yeah. and I didn't yeah. celebrate that. Uh, uh, and it wasn't home to, and we call it celebrating. It's a part of the grieving, our grieving process yeah. of being with family right. and let the family know where you are and mm-hmm. just that that intimacy of there and, and not being able to do it. And I feel guilty because I wasn't in a position. I didn't have the bread to go down. You know, I didn't have the position. Yeah, I, yeah. I have not positioned myself professionally. Well, where I could on. just flop a car down and right. and, and make these things happen. Um, and um, and of course, and then when Fats, when Fats died, uh, the Carnival crew, the bless their hearts, the mm-hmm. Mystic crew in Memphis, they mm-hmm. they they knew how intim- how close I was with. Yeah. Family with Fats, yeah. actually through Dave and Dave's family. Yeah, I get an information, and and when that never did really materialize from his family, you know, they never had a funeral as per se with right. Fats. And stuff. Right. Uh, I gave them the check back and told them I would not go. Yeah, you know, that's what I would go for the second line. Well, no, that's not a part of. Right. What we really do. Yeah. You know, that's, you know, yes, we'll participate in the second line. Yeah. Um, Maybe. It all depends on how attached you are to the family. Right. Um, Right. When I, when Danny Barker passed and I was one of the official people invited to be on the official band, you Mm -hmm. know, I mean, that's a part of your grieving process. You're there at the church, you're there, you know, you, you know what, what the importance yeah. of the of the whole ritual and not being able to experience that for 15 years now I'll be my I'll be uh. celebrating my 15th year in August being a resident here yeah and uh, you know um just in the past year man People that were just so significant. I mean, with Fats and Charles and yeah. and Dave and some another musician that you don't know, but another very Zigaboo brother, uh-huh. John Dawson. Um, huh. Huh. He about, um, and man, I haven't I haven't even been able to talk to Charmaine or. or I mean, she's calling and left messages and stuff. I know she's wondering what the heck's wrong with me, man. I got to mm. I, I call and just, you know, it. when I was home last for the festival, the Fast Domino celebration and thing, and um, I was supposed to stay another week, but after, you know, Charles died that week and mm-hmm. we had to do the tribute and 
it was just too much going on right. to process anything, you know. And yeah. Then Charmaine yeah. asked me to stay over. To, you know, she had she played the following week that mm-hmm. Saturday, mm-hmm. and she was still able to play the rest of the gigs during that week. Snug Hall, and she had some other nice gigs. Yeah. And after I got off the stage at with her at the jazz festival, I went straight to the airport. Okay. Couldn't get back here, man. I mm-hmm. couldn't still, you know. I was mm-hmm. And I hadn't really been able to communicate with her since. Huh. Just, to, you know, feel like every time I pick up my phone, I get full, you know. Yeah. I get some Yeah. And, you know, she's, I hear from her, she sent me messages and, hey, Pooh, how you doing? Just, just Father's Day, every, you know. Uh-huh. And I said, no, I can't. Huh. You know, my closest, huh. I've just been like that. Um, but. I am in a process now. I have to get to New Orleans yeah. Monday for Monday. And so I'm about to sell my car if I got it, man. I got to do it. I'm, I have, I have, I can't leave. You know, I got two gigs today. Huh. And it's your birthday. But I have, I have been in my 69 at Tapalaya. Yeah. And then I'm. I'm hosting a party band at the Goodfoot tonight. Wow. Jimmy Russell. Huh. Jimmy, he's turning me So the, the Tapalaya gig is back on? Oh, it's, no, it was only off a couple of weeks. Really? Yeah, yeah, that's wow. all, you know, she was kind of reorganizing yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and I've been, oh, yeah, it was just, that was all. Huh. I mean, she was for a couple of weeks, and I took took the two weeks off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's pulling strong, man. That's she's, great. She's um really her menu has exploded. Wow. Yeah, she's not the top of staying. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And it's some special stuff. So she's, they're giving me a little celebration. So I'm playing with um, Mike and, and Russ, you know, Mike uh, Elson and uh-huh. Russ Miller. Uh-huh. Uh, and then we leave there uh, and go around the corner to the Goodfoot. Uh-huh. And uh, then... I go over there when Jimmy is playing with Jimmy Russell's band, uh-huh. the party 2034 band. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, gosh, those guys are great. Well, it's a, every every guy in that band, I think, and lady, uh-huh. they're all like band leaders. Oh, they yeah, all have, yeah, You know, like yeah. Steve Swatkin's got yeah. his yeah. group. And, yeah, and yeah. All yeah. these incredible guys. Yeah. Swatkin's a great guy. Oh. Just I know. I, I had him in to do, I had to do the podcast. What a wonderful person, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, he, you know, he and Mike from the same neighborhood. Is that right? Yeah, they, they knew each other, went to school together in New York. Huh. And didn't know that they had moved here to Portland. Wow. It was four of them. Huh. Just wound up yeah. studying together. Huh. Yeah, today's so, my birthday, but today is also Lee Allen's birthday. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Uncle Lee. Jeez, I didn't realize you were had the same birthday. Yeah, yeah. And huh. so imagine, man, I mean, my sister called me and reminded me of a uh, the only trip that my mom and grandmother and my sister, uh, I was going on a tour, a long tour with mm-hmm. Bats. We were leaving from the airport, and they'll get there early one morning, and they all surprised me. And, and I used to get there to the airport early with Dave, mm-hmm. hang with Dave and mm-hmm. stuff. And my sister just reminded me, she said, Wes, we have pictures of you and Dave before y'all went on that tour that time. <laughs> I said, you do? <laughs> you know, send it to me, please. I yeah. I'd love yeah. to see it. 
So I think it's, you know, I mean, we all, the, all, all of these deaths, I, I, I know they hit you harder than the rest of us, but mm-hmm. they hit the rest of us. Yes. You see that I was, and, 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 mm-hmm. and um, uh, I, I know that, uh, that so much time was spent on Mac's death. Which is fine, because he had hit records under his own name, okay? And the only fi- the only time you could find Dave is in the parentheses, hey, under man, the title. Let me tell you something about that. I mean, from the, from the, from the real deal, Doug. See, it's a, this is when the black-white issue, the race, yeah. the race yeah. issue mm-hmm. that, that has defined America even... Continues even, to. Yeah, and yeah. even in its own, only true art form that yeah. is presented in... Yeah. And, uh, but, um, th- thanks to Dave, man, uh, like, like my first trip to Europe, it was Dave and Fred Kemp, and they were saying, see, man, guess what? See, see, next year when you make a tour with us, you can go to one of these Oxford libraries, and your name is going to be in the who's who. Huh? Because you playing with the fast domino band, yeah, you know. Yeah. So just yeah. those th- we're thinking that you say that, right? And uh, I remember Dave. Um, he kind of took me on his way, man, for a minute when I got in that band. See, I was an older guy; I wasn't no baby when I got in that band. Yeah, it was a choice. Yeah. So yeah. and and I was excited because Dave was in the band. Yeah. yeah. So when I but I really we had played in the states a lot and that kind of stuff, but going to Europe, never forget the first time, I think we were in Belgium, some, uh, not Brussels, not a, not a major city, a nice sized city, but we were doing this tour. And they said, come with me, Red, let me show you something. And he, he found it where they have local little mom and pop record stores. Uh-huh. You know, and he said, he said I bet you I'm going to find some bootleg music of my music here. <laughs> Watch. And it goes there. So Dave Bartholomew in Paris. Dave Bartholomew <laughs> was, you know, playing with different bands yeah. that invite him over there. Yeah, yeah. And cats make make these little CDs and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Um, and, and he said, yeah, man, this, he said, you know, it's hard to keep your business straight. Mm-hmm. He said, I mean, uh, so, so Dave would go there and he'll find, get the names off of, the mm-hmm. band, you know. Mm-hmm. He said, so just, and he'll look into it. Just, ah. just quietly, yeah. Just yeah, quietly, yeah. but I noticed he would do things like that. Or, um, you uh, know, when uh, when when, when you came in here and we talked about fats, mm-hmm. right toward the end, because uh, th- there's always been it's it's a st- it's kind of stupid, but still, people like to um, to give credit. Where credit is due, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. some people do, not everybody, mm-hmm, but some mm-hmm, people yeah. do, right? And uh, I had always, uh, you know, thought that uh, Fats never got credit for what he did, mm-hmm. you know, and that he was the real king of rock and roll. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I asked you right at the end of, the, of, the, of our conversation, I said, "Well, who was the real king of rock and roll?" Mm-hmm. And you looked up at me and said, "It was Dave." <laughs> 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 well, you know. Um, When I moved here, yeah. you know, uh, I didn't move here for 
this. I moved here to save my life, to be a, you know, be yeah. a whole person. My boy Jim, my partner Jim got me here. And right. And I, and I started playing immediately. Yeah. You know I mean, so um, everybody that I played with in every forum, especially my first gig, I'm playing with the Freak Mountain Ramblers. Right, <laughs> right. You know, and I get my first gig, regular gig, mm -hmm. at the Larthers. Yeah. Happy hour. And immediately, I mean, I talk about, I'm talking about Dave, and I'm talking about the experiences of this. Yeah. About the music and stuff in context yeah. of what we're playing and enjoying together. Right. Um, always talked about this cat in a pleasant, pleasant way, knowing that, knowing that I know I'm informing a whole lot of people. Mm -hmm. I'm giving them information that, you know, names and stuff like that. That they need. Yeah, yeah, no. But I want to give it to you in a yeah. in a way that you could, you know, that it tastes. Yes. Okay. Yes. That it tastes good right. in the context of the music that you are already enjoying. Mm -hmm. Well, hey, guess what? That's really a Dave Bartholomew song. Is that right? You know, you know yeah, I, yeah, I love yeah. to tell gotcha. people gotcha. Uh, um, yeah. the, the music was playing on yeah. the, uh, uh, right before we were started playing one night. And it was Elvis Presley, One Night of Sin. <laughs> oh, you know, and I started to say, you better start with that. You know? And everybody got into this. Well, which yeah, one did you do? Did you, you do, do, did you do what, Elvis did, version or did no, you Smiley Lewis version? I did Dave's version. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I say, even that's a Dave with that of you. So, I mean, you ever heard Dave do that? You know, you know because Dave used to do his tune. When when it had his big see now I, I was never good enough to get in Dave's big band really no <laughs> no and I and I say man I'm you know if if you would have kept the band together and that kind of stuff yeah I would have gotten my chair eventually yeah you know I mean because it passed down like that yeah I had played the charts because he used to bring the charts uh -huh. but Dave. See, man, that band used to be so hip. This is the band that, that band used to be so hip. Yeah. Because, you know, all the cast, all readers and stuff, man, Dave would bring some charts from his book on the road sometimes. Uh -huh. Sometimes he would take one of his old themes uh -huh. and just rearrange it for the horns that he had, you know, uh -huh. and then and, and, and say, we, say we get to some Ghent of Belgium. He go and cut a deal with the making of the people at the hotel where we stay that he wanted to use one of the rooms that did not use it. Yeah. See, man, and he get us, you know, get get one of the guys to call us the horn cast, get us together. Man, we we rehearsed in kitchens, <laughs> in chef's kitchens, and <laughs> banquet rooms. Uh -huh. The day of the show, he just go to see that, you know, because the band always starts with. Two or three songs, right, right, know? and it was always. Um, <laughs> Every night, night after night, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then and uh, man, Dave, Dave would come up with one of his hip charts, yeah, and and we practice it, bam. <laughs> doing it, do it on the gig, but what's the thing about it, man? You practice it until you learned it internally. Uh -huh. You know, we, we got the uh -huh. charts, so so uh -huh. when you get it comfortable there, and if you ain't comfortable, you go go to your room and practice until the gig starts because wow. you want to shine. Yeah, you did, cause this yeah. is 
gave stuff, man. Huh. So that used to be, uh, I remember going to Orangeboro, Kentucky. <laughs> you know, <laughs> basket and nothing in there but, but University of Kentucky basketball alumni <laughs> on the whole town. <laughs> zillionaires, right? Yeah, yeah. Flew, flew the band and chartered a plane for a weekend uh-huh. because they, they had just... Uh, they had one of those old Fox theaters. Oh yeah, that was refurbished and oh, all stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, and it went yeah. to Fast Domino Band. And uh-huh. this is when, oh, this must have been 1983, uh-huh. 82 or 83, uh-huh. yeah. right when the um, the first class of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame had been announced. Fats and all those cats had been, uh-huh. announced, but uh-huh. they didn't have a building yet. <laughs> You know, but they didn't get the building down till what the late eighties or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, the, so they they knew it was coming, uh-huh. but they had already announced the first class. Wow. So all these promoters were getting together at this time, trying to get Ray Charles, Charlie uh-huh. Lewis, yeah. and Fats to do something together because uh-huh. they were going to be the first inductees yeah. into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. And and. That's when Fast Band really started rolling a lot uh-huh. from that time until uh-huh. I said maybe 1990. Yeah, and you yeah. were in the band then. Yeah, I mean I was, I was yeah. in a band from a stuff right. on '82, right. yeah. local stuff in Louisiana casinos mm-hmm. and that stuff. Right. And uh, but but I just heard from when when Dave when Dave passed, man, I got. I got the first call from Roger Luke. No, I got the first call from from Jackie. Uh-huh. Jackie is his oldest daughter. Jackie is Temple. she the one who used to live here? Doctor Temple, who okay. she used to be over the graduates department of Portland State University. And but she, like I said, I've been knowing Jackie since. Okay, my sister. Yeah. Is a year. It's two years, a year or two older than Jackie. Mm-hmm. But my sister was very smart and mm-hmm. and known, and the family knew. So, so when my sister got in high school, she got a scholarship to Spelman College, mm-hmm. the, the Barnard mm-hmm. of African American women. Mm-hmm. And uh, my sister was there. So when Jackie graduated from high school, Dave's wife, they were picking my mom brain and stuff my sister mm-hmm. about getting Jackie to go to Spelman. Uh-huh. Well, she did. Yeah. Yeah, she's been, yeah. she went to Spelman and mm-hmm. she became an act, act really academic. So, uh, I remember a man coming from, um, this is, this is before I went to Vietnam, but this mm-hmm. is after I was in the service. Yeah. And I had been to the school, the school of music and all this kind of stuff. I remember. Mm-hmm. And I was on my way home on a leave. Yeah. And my sister was in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And my flight change was in Atlanta. So I, she said, yeah, come spend the weekend in the girl's dorm. Oh, boy. <laughs> right? So <laughs> she snuck me in the girl's dorm and stuff like that. And, <laughs> and, we, and never forget, and, you know, met her, met her Atlanta friends. Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> and I got turned on that that weekend to Boilermakers. Oh man! It was a whoa. That's shot, some serious shit. Shot of <laughs> I remember shot of four noses. Oh 
bourbon. Mm-hmm. You remember? Four noses. They had four roses, but they had four noses, too. You know, like four noses on, on the label. Four noses. And Pabst Blue Ribbon Beer. Oh, God. I remember, <laughs> I remember, I used to, there used to be this, this, this the, the only integrated jazz thing in, in Baltimore mm-hmm. was this thing called the Left Bank Jazz Society. It was in an old ballroom. And I remember one time, Dexter Gordon was playing there. Yes, and we all went, there was this bar across the street mm-hmm. called the Wigwam, Grub and Firewater. <laughs> and I yeah. remember we all followed him over there. And he's sitting at the bar and he is hurling yeah. Boilermakers. <laughs> Dexter Gordon, right? Ooh. He just then he gets up, walks across the street, plays the second set. <laughs> <laughs> I never forget, I got so drunk. The first time I really knew what a drunk was. I uh-huh. had, because my flight was early the following morning to go to New Orleans. <laughs> and I remember them hustling me off and got me to the airport, which I really don't remember that well. <laughs> Only thing I remember, I spent the entire flight, that hour flight, in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the flight that they take, sir, I can't, I can't leave. So you have to be in your seat. I'm sitting, I can't leave. <laughs> You know, and and they were really lax back yeah, then. Yeah, oh, they yeah. wasn't they didn't pass it too much. And um, so yeah. you so you 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 got the word from Jackie. Is that what happened? Oh, I heard from Jackie first. And yeah. you see, it's Dave got two families. You know, he's got oh. his his original family, and his uh-huh. wife died and stuff uh-huh. like that. Uh-huh. He, he remarried uh-huh. and had more kids. All right. So um, Dave Junior. and Jackie, you know. Those you know, Dave Jr. was the big boy. He was older than all of us. Yeah, he was the oldest. Yeah. Um, and uh, Dave Jr. was the drummer uh-huh. when I was uh-huh. in 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 a high school band. Dave was a senior. So, yeah. you know, um, and uh, see, man, I remember when I remember seeing the trumpet. That the King Trumpet Company made made one for Clark Terry, uh-huh. uh, where Dave Dave had one, Doc Severson had one. Uh-huh. You know, with the bell that goes up. Oh yeah, the Diaz had yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, okay, then, yeah. Okay, well, you know, the, it was limited edition. That's uh-huh. the King horn. Yeah, you know? I remember, man, that Dave brought this, snuck this horn <laughs> to school just to show he didn't he didn't play trumpet. Just to show, <laughs> you know, like a show and tell stuff. Just to show the band guys, you yeah, know, yeah. you know, his 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 buddy. But we get to say, man, what's, I've never seen nothing like that. <laughs> and then you get a sheet laid out. So you know, Dave Dave would bring it out every now and then. Yeah, put in with it. Yeah. Um, Boy, Dave was loud. Huh? Dave was really loud. No. <laughs> who 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 played the trumpet louder than Dave Bartholomew? No, no, he 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 he, he and and in tune. Oh yeah, he, I mean a lot oh, of yeah. people. Like, I'm not saying yeah, bad, bad, uh, like in a bad way <laughs> because now he could he could. I mean, yeah, when he's playing this stuff, yeah. But I used to love to go and hear Dave play. He used to play on Sundays at at Preservation Hall. Uh huh. You did when it was at home. Yeah. Yeah, we had his trad his trad set. Jeez. Whenever Dave get invited to go to Europe. Uh huh. Though it's it's the trad cats who oh, right. invite him over there, yeah, yeah, to get yeah. a chance to play with him. It's yeah. not it's not the rock and rollers. And not, no, it's the yeah. trad cats. Yeah. Yeah. you know that's the thing. You know, he was letting me know about you know, the, the he said, man, when you go over here, they're gonna respect you. They're gonna know 
They're going to know about you. And I'm serious. My first trip, Raw Albert Hall. Who? You know, all the other cast in the band had friends in London. Yeah. They're coming, they're hanging out and stuff. Um, just getting this. So I find my practice room, get my barrier on, I'm warming up stuff. Yeah. I have my camera with me, a little camera uh-huh. bug. Uh-huh. And um, get a knock on my door, and it's this guy and his wife. You know, English says, Hi, Reggie. Uh-huh. You know, hi. <laughs> um, I'm Tom. This is my wife, Yvonne. Because uh-huh. um, I saw you playing in New Orleans when you visit. <laughs> and how's your daughter? She should be about three now. <laughs> wow. I, I, and she was. Yeah. At yeah. the time, Zena, Zena yeah. was three. That's Irma <laughs> Thomas's godchild. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so he remembered seeing... <laughs> My daughter with us with armor and stuff, mm-hmm. he because he would make all around and stuff. And he just got, I don't know this person. <laughs> He's acting about <laughs> jaw dropped and stuff like that. As years have gone by, I have seen him. He's yeah. really real fan, and he's uh-huh. he and his wife would come to New Orleans from time to time for the yeah. shows and yeah. stuff. I think he moved to New Orleans for a while. Yeah. Yeah. And stuff I've been reading um, of the stuff that has been written about Dave over in the past few weeks. There he is. That Jackie Um, sent me that this morning. Wow. (laughs) You know, because she was sending me some other information. Um, They, the family had been keeping. You're going to send me one of those? Sure. So I can use it in this this piece? Oh, yeah. The family had. Because there's 80 million pictures of you on Oregon Music News. Oh. (laughs) Oh, Really? (laughs) Oh, I'll be gl- oh man! This, and and when I find I have yeah. um I have I have pictures boxes uh-huh. that I haven't looked at since I moved here. Wow! Just been moving them around and yeah. and those are the ones that survived Hurricane Katrina. Wow! Because a lot of stuff did get destroyed. Right. But I did <clears throat> when I first moved here. I brought as many of mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I've just been going through my memory, let me turn this down, of, um, you know, my favorite is hard, especially with this cat, Dave, because I could relate to stories, man, when I was seven years old. Wow. About Dave and, of course, I was a little knucklehead, marble shooter. Well, how did you know him then? Lloyd Price is my cousin. Okay. Lloyd lived in Kenner. Yeah. My that's why I was raised in Kenner, right by the river. Right. Okay. They used to rehearse at Lloyd when Lloyd was getting like Lloyd and Miss Claudia yeah. and that kind of yeah. stuff together. Well, it was. I didn't know it then, uh-huh. but they were preparing for uh, an LP. Mm-hmm. But they do it in. For, for radio plays, so everything is with two minutes and fifty eight seconds yes. kind of kind of songs and right, stuff. Right. Well, Dave had written all the music. Wow. For the tunes. Yeah. Didn't have any lyrics. Now I get this from family members. Uh-huh. They didn't have the lyrics huh. for for um for Lloyd's first set. Uh-huh. So Doing this, so they rehearsing at the house and stuff. But it's at the on the session. Uh-huh. Dave told Lloyd and see, man, 
y'all got to go and write some words. We need some lyrics for this <laughs> music and stuff. And I said, but what am I write about? See, and they write about your life experiences, what makes you happy, what makes you sad, what you make you scared, okay? Uh-huh. Right mm-hmm. So, Lord and Miss Claudia. Yeah. Lord and Lord and Lord. But see, on the flip side of Lord and Miss Claudia, uh-huh. my cousin and I, and and we were month, one month apart, so we really was yeah. growing up together. Yeah. That was only three blocks from our family house, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Lord's family. Mm-hmm. Well, my grandmother, my mother, and my sister, they would all walk up there on Fridays or Saturdays to get their hair done because Aunt B, Lord Mama, uh, and sister, they had like a be- they had turned the little sweet shop restaurant yeah. into a beauty shop. All right. So they, you know, for the family and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So they used to, so. We would love to go up there because they have big trees in the front yard and stuff like that. Aunt B was always generous with lemonade and cookies and candies and that stuff. So mm-hmm. we'll go and play while the women are inside getting all dude up. So you know, so we have three, four hours to hang out. So some we sometimes we would see drum sets stack up there. You know, inside, um, they had like a like a front part where they did all the curling and stuff in this little back room where they did the shampooing. <laughs> yeah, two little shampoo, little sinks and stuff like that. Well, as kids, we did, you know, paying attention to what they're doing. But we used to hear sometimes adults back there making music. <laughs> you know, piano player, they yeah. go piano player. Later we find out it's Fast Domino playing the piano, <laughs> Earl Palmer on the drums oh, and stuff. But see, well, I get a chance to yeah. talk to all these cats about this. Yeah. And yeah, they say, oh, yeah. yeah, we used to go down there. I remember, I swear as a kid, that I thought Lloyd had another brother. Uh-huh. Now, this is relative, right? Yeah. I'm thinking, but they, I'm small. I'm thinking there's this this other brother because they all always called him Skinny. Skinny. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was Earl Palmer. Oh, was talking wow. About. <laughs> and I just, but when I'm doing, <laughs> when I'm doing fun with Earl, you know, 40 years later and stuff yeah. like that, he said, man, man, I heard that, man, since I was a kid. But yeah, they called me Skinny. Baby. <laughs> and I said, man, look, I, I should tell people that, oh, yeah, Lloyd's brother, Skinny, had the drums. <laughs> and it was, but anyway, and I just shared this story with cats I played with. Yeah. yeah. The hit, Lord and Miss Claudia, it was all right, right? Okay, enough. Hold on, let me tell you this. Yeah. We had relatives that had bars mm-hmm. in that neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Neighborhood bars, and had one relative had music. Uh-huh. Perkins, born, you know. Yeah. So some of the artists, Big Joe Williams, blues cats like that, yeah. when they're passing through New Orleans and stuff, they'll play in Canada at Perkins. Uh-huh. They'll go, you know, they'll make the river route. Yeah. All the bars along these black bars along the river and uh-huh. stuff like that. Uh-huh. They had a lot of, you know, they'll do the dew drop mm-hmm. in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Abe's 506 in Pensacola. I mean, this is like if, if it's Ray Charles, uh, 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 Jackie Wilson, mm-hmm. Uh, Root Brown tour, yeah. right? Something like that. Yeah. Well, they'll play at a place in Pensacola, uh-huh. big big black bar that could hold twelve hundred people, that kind of stuff. You yeah. know, um, this is before integration days, right? Uh, uh, Branch Inn 
in Slidell, Louisiana. Then they'll cross the come come across the lake and play. You know, might do a weekend uh-huh. at the Dewdrop. Uh-huh. And when I leave the Dewdrop, you know, just doing that that that. You know, people call it the chitlin' circuit, but right. you know, but that was just doing that circuit and stuff like that. This is this is before they even crossed over to the, yeah. the big market. Those are paydays. Yeah, yeah. Cat uh, just sent me some old pictures of, uh-huh. of old sets after Roger Lewis playing with the Dirty Dozen, right? Yeah, yeah. Man, Roger was a teenager playing <laughs> on the stage with um, Deacon John. Yeah. On the at the playing yeah. playing with it was uh, who. Playing behind Bobby Blue Bland and oh, man. and and uh, Mr. Google Eyes, and they're both sharing the same microphone. <laughs> you know, just, and it was, oh, just uh, yeah, Mr. Yeah. Mr. Frank. Well, um, even when the even when the Dewdrop originally started, that was back in 41, 1941. Yeah, that's when the Panyard Brother first. I had I got an article somewhere. See, I mean. I know I know that history. Yeah. Um, from a kid, well, where I was born, I was born at Flint Goodrich Hospital. Right, overlooking the dewdrop. <laughs> My daddy was on his bandstand with Tommy Ridgely's band uh-huh. the night that I was born. Wow. July the 2nd, 1947. <laughs> My dad was on the bandstand with Tommy Ridgely's band. <laughs> And my mom delivered me near two in the morning. Huh. Uh, Saturday morning. Last call. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Last call for Reggie. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah. Um, and going to school, you know, like junior high school and mm-hmm. high school in that neighborhood, and and uh, you know, being being chased. Away from there, mm-hmm. you know, down the alley in the evening when you see the cat bringing in equipment, or, or when I'm in junior high school and high, school, well, mostly like in ninth, tenth grade. I remember, yeah, have vivid memories of when Fats Domino's band came off the road. Oh, and they came back to the neighborhood. They mm-hmm. came back to the school where we were playing, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and we'll be in the evening at marching band practice, yeah. you know. Yeah. And they'll pull up in a Cadillac or some some shiny <laughs> car, and they'd be dressed all look, looking <laughs> like nothing like us, right? Yeah, they're, yeah. Looking, they're looking special, you sure. know. Hair was slick. Well, they were special. And, oh, man, were they, man? And, yeah. and they'd come to the fence and, you know, talk to us. And, oh, man. You know, and, wow, man. See, they know who that was. <laughs> no, you know, and, and some cat tell us who it is, and you know who live right next door to him. And well, anyway, so so as I, I've been reading about Dave, you mm-hmm. know, I mean, I I I knew something. I met him, you know. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I saw him at the first Ponderosa Stomp when they brought that band back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Earl Palmer was. Earl Palmer couldn't play the whole the whole gig. Uh-huh. But he could play some of it. <laughs> yes, and indeed. Dave, Dave played the whole gig. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Herb, Herb Hardesty was there. They were all Cosmo sitting in the corner. Alan Tucson sitting over here. All right, anyway, it was amazing. Oh, yeah, but, um, but I, I don't have a sense of. I, I rested to said he was kind of a taskmaster, master. Who Dave? Yeah. yeah. They, 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 were the, they, they were the perfectionists, man. That's what I mean. That's yeah. That, so so. Uh, Herb. Oh yeah, yeah. So. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> so how would he run a session? How would he? Man, I'll tell you this story. Got this boogie woogie piano player from San Francisco, Mitch yeah. Woods. Oh yeah, I remember him. You know Mitch, Rocket eighty eight, Mister Mister eighty eight. Yeah. So I met I met Mitch. Forgot how. Um, yeah. And um, so played played some gigs with him. Mm-hmm. Right? And um, then he knowed my. Fats connection, so he started hanging in the wall and got gigs uh-huh. to jazz festival, that kind of stuff. You yeah. know, you know, he's a very aggressive promoter. Yeah, you know, yeah. self promoter. And he had done a lot of other projects with other notable blues artists, for mm-hmm. the most part. Mm-hmm. I mean, great, great cats. Mm-hmm. You know, older musicians and stuff like mm-hmm. that, but historically significant musician. He had done some. Mm-hmm. some sessions with. Mm-hmm. So he thought that it would be a nice session to, if he could, to get the Fast Domino band when he was in New Orleans to, to do a boogie-woogie session for him. Yeah. You know, so he talked to me, kept in touch and that kind of stuff. And I said, well, have you decided? No. He, he found him a, a producer and a whole bit. So getting down to finding a studio. And, and well, kind of the boiler room is there. I'm a part owner of the boiler room. I mean, uh-huh. you know, I'm not a big... Mark Bingham is the cat, but yeah. Mark Bingham is my best buddy and mm-hmm. business partner mm-hmm. and friend. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so mm-hmm. uh, I told him about the boiler room. I said, man, no, we got... And it's it's the studio here. We got, you know, we got a Grammy Award-winning mm-hmm. engineer. He's got his credentials. Mm-hmm. Look him up. Yeah. You know? He said, well, could you help us with a deal? Could we get us a deal? <laughs> I put a word in for you. Okay. Mark had heard already from other engineers in the business what kind of cat Mitch was. Uh-oh. So Mark, wasn't, Mark could care less about taking the set. Right. He did it for me. Ah. Okay. So we're going to go do the set. So Dave's in town. So he done hooked up with Dave. He done, he done talked Dave. I'm doing this stuff, blah, blah, blah. I'm doing so I'll never forget, he had 13 songs to do. Uh-huh. Oh, you got a video cat there, the whole bit, right? Yeah. Photographer. 13 <laughs> songs. So get us all together. He want to do it like the old cat, get everybody together in one time. You uh-huh. Know? Uh-huh. Okay, no problem, because we got a, a studio that could accommodate that. Uh-huh. Everybody get there, get the charts and stuff. Reading the charts down to as it is, right? Uh-huh. And I think, let's see, first day, first day, one chart. Start <laughs> on at about 8 that morning, still working on that one chart, say, about 2 that evening. <laughs> you did? Now, we, talk, we ain't talking about no, you know, this is not a Stravinsky's piece. Yeah. <laughs> okay? You know, um, boogie-woogie. Yes. And Mark, Mark, I mean, I could see Mark just, you know, go, go himself. <laughs> what is this man do? What is he playing? He would, you know, the feeling that he was trying to get out this thing, out of this written music. And, yeah, yeah. You know, so uh, somebody called Dave. Might have been Earl Dave or somebody. Yeah. Or he had invited Dave to come by. Uh-huh. And Dave, Dave dropped by the studio. Uh-oh. So this is Monday <laughs> evening, right? Yeah. 
Now we didn't. We we've been working this one song for hours. <laughs> Dave Dave get there. You know he asked for help. So yeah. Dave, Dave, I'll pay. Can you help me with this stuff? So Dave, let me hear. So 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 he's here. And he's gonna, all right, Earl, 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 back in the booth. Earl, oh, uh, play, play, give him a play a so and so rhythm uh-huh. on this, right? Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. okay. No, man, I'm saying, no, man, you gotta clean that up. Uh, uh-uh, uh, not like that. <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. Talking to Earl, Palmer. Yeah, yeah. and Earl, He's talking to Earl Palmer. See, and I'm, I'm serious. You know, <laughs> that's when you learn. Yeah, and, and you just yeah. learn. Earl, 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 know what's happening. Yeah, he did. A minute he's changing. Okay, that's it. Hold that. You see, okay. Um, Herb at Hardestick was there. So, see, uh-huh. Herb always had his trumpet with him also. Uh-huh. You know, Herb would play his trumpet. Huh. Also, oh, he, uh-huh. that trumpet that Herb's got is a Selma, gold-plated Selma trumpet. Went, when Winton first got his first check, he tried to buy it from him. <laughs> because they don't make them anymore. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. And um, uh, so, anyway... Anyway, they heard. Let me see your horn, you know. <laughs> and, and you got, you hear that? Can you play this? You, you make the hum. Ready to do the root, root. Here we go. One, two, bam. Okay, <laughs> engineer. Okay, we go punch this in. Take this out. Ready? Boom. <laughs> okay, boom. Move over to the next section. Can you hear it? I swear. Boom, boom. Before you know it, and within a half an hour, that song was finished. <laughs> Pulled up, a, we did two songs. Yeah. Okay, when they before six o'clock, that evening. <laughs> Dave came the next day. Bam! I think we did maybe three or four songs, <laughs> and that's how he did it. You I mean no, he, no, he'll get the cho- man. I heard Dave say, "Man, this is jive." <laughs> <laughs> or, or or something to yeah, you know to yeah. the effect that no it's not like this yeah. you know no no you know he's trying to but but the nuances that little nuance yeah. of of, of yeah. it's beyond it's beyond what you're hearing uh-huh. it's uh-huh. it's an application thing that's got to be in place yeah before you hear. The actual thing, so, I mean, you got the, uh, it's, it's, it's the, 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 the ictus before, uh-huh. you know, um, and he said, man, you're just not getting it. You're not, you're not getting it. So Dave took over <laughs> the session. Yeah. Um, and, and like I said, he would, when, when Earl, for example, you know, some of the stuff was really busy and some kind of stuff, man. Yeah. And he wasn't used to being that busy, uh-huh. getting tired. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And she, Dave, Dave, tell him, no, nah, man, uh, uh-uh, uh, uh-uh. what's wrong with you? You gotta, no, no, I want some fire back there. Let's do it again. <laughs> so you know, he's got a, a CD and a video out, the the Big Easy Boogie. Uh-huh. Um, and um, and it's Dave's record, huh? And it's Dave's record. Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, it's 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 it's. You'd actually, I would. I mean, if anybody asked me, it is Mitch's tunes uh-huh. that that was um, the A and R work was done with by Dave on yeah. the spot. Yeah, I mean, 
and it was and and there again on that set on that set man almost half of the cast on that set they're gone yeah yeah i mean um, the tim green i mean when you worked with him do you remember any specific directions he told you something that you needed to hear when didn't he tell me something? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. I mean, what uh, kind of, you know, no, no, you know what, Dave. Dave respected the musician. Dave, uh-huh. Dave knew about the musicians on the. You know, Dave respected all the cats because he yeah. knew that all the cats in the band had to be able to have a certain level of proficiency. Yeah. To go and. How you got in that band is one of the other band members got you in the band. Wow. So you had to be able to be on par with so it was Fred Kemp and Roger Lewis. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um through my hand and apparently when my name got in the hat it was no other name with being put in the hat. Uh-huh. It was like, Oh, um, if this cat want the gig, we'll it's like if if he wants the gig, we'll have him ready. Yeah. For the thing, oh. and like I said, man, I played with Fat for two years before formally really meeting him. Yes. <laughs> never, <laughs> hey, Mister, no, I never, you know. And he would call my name out, give me solos and stuff, but mm-hmm. I never really formally met him. For amazing. And I wasn't invited to his dressing room until one night. I took a solo in Blue Monday. Yeah. And I improvised oh. on the last part of it. Uh-oh. Now, a lot of solos you could take in this band. You could play anything you want. But not that one. S- certain <laughs> song, you, you want it just like the record. <laughs> Herbert Hardesty played the original solo. Mm-hmm. Herbert is a tenor saxophone player. Yeah. A great tenor saxophone player. Herbert is an, he admits he's the worst baritone saxophone player in the world. <laughs> And that's the one of the Barry. Barry it was a Barry part on that. Yeah, that Barry solo. Yeah. And and when I got in the band, I mean, all the guys said, "Man, you got you got you got to learn how to play the saddest solo ever been recorded." <laughs> and, and they would say, "Listen to it. It's sharp. Don't you hear it? It's sharp." You mean? But but if so, you know, I played I played a lick. So, so it was two shows with me in Vegas. Never forget it. Yeah. With two shows, and he sent his, his little road manager, Reggie Hall. The <laughs> key called me Big Red. Big Red. That's what I see you. He said, bring your horn. Oh. I said, really? I said, sure. You know, I mean, I'm glad. I get to see I get, you know, I've heard about getting called to fat. He might yeah. give us extra money, give you, yeah. give you presents and stuff, you know, you know. And shoot, man, I get to there and see, uh, yeah, you know, that's not here. I've been playing that same solo right for yeah. two years. Yes. First time I did said, you know how to play that solo in Blue Monday? <laughs> see, yeah. He said, let me hear it. Ooh. Yeah, I play it. Yeah. Say, That's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> you, I like I like the way you play. <laughs> Good, you know, you know. <laughs> fix your drink. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. you know. Well, and, listen. And then, and then and then you get tight with him. And yeah. then yeah. and then you get 
special invitation and, yeah. and but but you had been knowing Dave for a long time by then. I had been knowing Dave long before I got in that band. Yeah. yeah. Um you know, I've been like I said, the family. The family has yeah. been uh see my family were academics. Yeah. So yeah. there's wife the teacher his first wife his kids were you know his daughter was an academician and stuff mm -hmm. so through well, well when we think about Dave Bartholomew as a man what should we think about strength yeah of character mm -hmm. um honorable mm-hmm courageous because with without being without having the courage to face all the obstacles yeah he had to face man i mean come on now um he's 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 got to sell people with money that look i have the ear and the talent to develop what's happening down there in the South. Mm -hmm. Nobody, you know, we've heard some other people down there exploiting what's happening. No, I could give you, I could bring it, I could bring in the real people who's actually doing it. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, and for him to develop the infrastructure to make all that happen. Yeah. I mean, uh, we, weren't privy to any school, any schoolings in this. Yeah, Dave wrote the book. You know, uh -huh. he's he's one of the architects of the book of how to get it done. Uh -huh. You know, I mean, it was about getting your music published and having, you know, I mean, uh, it's it's passe now, but I'm talking about right. 1939, 1940, <clears throat> and 41. I'm talking about doing 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 World War Two, and then they go, and then they go to war. And when they come back out of service, you know, he he he's been trying to get this this develop this idea he's been going over in his head and stuff. You know, he knew he was already a part of that New Orleans scene before this. You know, yeah, he had yeah. he had played see and he he talk about you might find in some of your research uh, a cat by the name of Paul Gayton. Oh sure. You see, he he was he was the 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 he was the cat. Uh -huh. You know, he he was he had the band, he had the big band. He was developing all the Kip Young uh -huh. musicians. Yeah. Um, but he was into arranging and writing and into the theory of the music as well as the actual playing of it. So he had, a, uh -huh. and out of that band came, uh, you know. My teachers and yeah. uh, uh, people who who took that torch, yeah. That and and of course, Paul Gayton got the torch from you know. Well, I say like this: there there was a torch that was lit uptown with mm -hmm. Buddy Bolden, yeah. That it's it's it is no to me. Mm -hmm. There, um, one of the reasons why I think Dave was a trumpet player. 
mm-hmm. you know, because of the story, the things you hear about both Buddy Bolden and, yeah. and later. And later, it wasn't it wasn't Louis Armstrong it was a Bunk Johnson. Yes, <laughs> you see. Yeah, yeah. And you know, those are like I was writing about and have a, having a little thing I would like to develop called anonymous legends. And of mm-hmm. course, Dave Dave is the king of the anonymous legends. Um, it's one of the reasons why I came up with the whole idea of anonymous legends yeah. because of of their significance contribution. But you know, I. I think uh, uh, Ray Charles or uh, uh, mm-hmm. Elvis Presley. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, we know I know. I think say, you know, Dave Bartholomew or something like that, and say, you know, Bartholomew. Yeah. Oh, I know. That's a know. wow. There's too many, too many vowels in that name. <laughs> too many. Woo, Bartholomew. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been really disappointed about in, in how many people didn't know who he was well you know it's it's well don't be disappointed I am. because you know because <laughs> Dave um it's like well it's almost like the significant people the 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 people like yourself the people who who write about it the people who talk about it and the people who expound about art in its many facets, it's a it's a very small cloistered community. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, so you you are a member of of a choice community. <laughs> well, uh, you know, uh, because the 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 magic of that is when not no magic. It's just reality. Like yeah. when I play Abdullah Ibrahim. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm sorry. I play Abdullah Ibrahim Mandela. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the solo changes the same changes. I, I just with with the exception of minor uh, rephrasing, actually, uh-huh. same changes as my dingaling. So I do an Abdullah Ibrahim. <laughs> Which Dave wrote? It's the same key. Yeah. It's even the same key. You know? You know? And, well, and people don't know that Dave wrote that. I have to tell you, know, I tell them, and you know, I made him, and I love, you know, and, 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 I, and I tell them the, the story about, you know, it became popular in the 60s through, right. through um, right. Chuck Berry. Chuck Berry, um, because he, Recorded it and and released it in London. Right, and um, but Dave wrote that song in the fifties. Yeah, and he had it on a little forty-five that he mm-hmm. couldn't play it on the you know on the radio on, on the no, radio. Yeah. It wouldn't play. And another we did, but like a kid coming up, I couldn't even drink. You know, we weren't drinking. You know, beer. but yeah. one of the hippest. Jukebox tune uh-huh. when I was in elementary school or junior high school uh-huh. with the good Jack's Boogie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I played that on the radio a couple of weeks ago. We, record, we, re- <laughs> we, we recorded that <laughs> one. I mean, when we had a chance to, we recorded that with the Survivor, me, uh-huh. Randy, Charles, uh-huh. and, and, and Charmaine, and yeah. that, that band, yeah. absolutely. Zigaboo. Zigaboo. Zigaboo's on the Yeah, we, we recorded that one. Um, <laughs> uh, and with, with, 
with with Dave, not just his blessing. Uh -huh. He was so excited that y'all gonna do that, you know, kind of <laughs> kind of stuff. Man, look, you know, he wrote some funny shit. Funny who, stuff. Who drank my beer while I was in the rear. That's a great song. I mean, and and uh, and I mean, one of our our songs. You know, he 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 wrote a song that he said he wanted to write a song to 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 instill something in us little knuckleheads. <laughs> and uh, he wrote the, the the monkey speaks his mind. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Wait, well, what well, I should say. Uh, you know, here's what was shared with Diane and from her younger brother uh -huh. uh, uh, Ron about the yeah. the. Uh, they sent me a handwritten how the service is going to be because I told them that if I yeah. be getting in, yeah. I'll be coming directly from the airport yeah. to the church. Yeah. I have my daughter already. I just got to get a ticket to get my ass there. Right. Oops. Oh, that's okay. Oh. You can say anything. This isn't no, the I'm getting too comfortable. This, isn't the, this, this is not the radio. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a podcast. Okay. okay. Yeah, they have um, the service from, from 9 to 12, but they have it yeah. broken down and stuff like that. And, and after she sent me that, and she said, with a smile. <laughs> <laughs> so she said, David sending me that with yeah. a smile. Yeah. Uh, man. Well, listen, man. I I, I appreciate uh, you coming in here. I really do, I, and I, I hope it's I hope it's been helpful for you. Yeah, it to, has. to be able to to be able to to get some shit out about about Dave. You know, man. Let me tell you one more thing before we get off this thing. Okay, and it's a time thing, huh? Well, you just edited edited as you. Please. We're not going to edit. I don't edit these things. Oh, Are you kidding okay. me? Well, I got to I gotta <laughs> say this. I've been saying on the. Dip. I tried editing you one time. It's impossible. <laughs> Well, <laughs> we I, did that TV piece. It was oh, absolutely really? it was yeah. totally impossible to edit you. <laughs> oh, you were uneditable. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, I because um, I started off feeling so bad and, and, yeah. and so the, uh, but I want to make a point even about that. I had in uh -huh. being able to share uh -huh. my true feelings and uh -huh. what I'm going through and stuff like that, which I don't do. But you did. But I did. Yeah, <laughs> I did it Sunday. Did you? But not deliberately. Hmm. Uh, I I just had decided. Well, got to suck up. Yeah. You know, people don't come to my gig to hear me brood about what I'm going through. Right. They have fun on my set. Yes. So let me get the guys set and right. you know go have yeah. fun. So I'm going to and Kitty O'Keefe, uh -huh. the lady who makes the canes and all that stuff, a uh -huh. Dr. John, and yeah. been, been a been a good friend. Uh -huh. She bought my birthday gift. Uh -huh. So I'm thinking it was a record album, all uh -huh. wrapped up, nice bow and stuff. Yeah. She said, Reggie, but I want you to open it before we leave. So I'm just getting there with gear. I got to set up all my gear, get my horns out and stuff like yeah. that. So yeah. I got 45 minutes of work to do, right? Right. right. So then I go in my car and I open the, the thing up. Uh-huh. And almost got choked up because I know her husband and they were very good friends of Susan Gillespie. Uh huh. Now this is what it started with. It says uh, July 2019. Happy birthday, Reggie Houston, the jazz icon and historian from Dizzy Gillespie, another cool cat who swung in Oregon. Oh, look. So and you turn the page. 
articles. Wow. Hold it. Personal. Whoa. Personal letters and stuff from dear to these people that yeah. traveling. Oh, man. Postcards that he sent them on his suit beautiful. because of his personal beautiful, friends. Beautiful. And Every she gave article. This, she gave this to you? Hold it. Wow. Personal. Photo. Look! Look at the yeah. the uh, the era, <laughs> the circa of these photos. Yeah, personal photos. These personal articles and stuff uh-huh. that he even autographed some of them. This this. Look at oh he was he was given an honorary doctorate uh-huh. degree. This is the information announcing uh-huh. the, the honorary his honorary doctor's degree mm, and stuff mm, that mm. he sent to them as a gift and stuff. Mm. And last but not least. Wow. <laughs> An EP. I mean, uh, is it a 45? It's a little, it's a little. A 45? Bumper, yeah. yeah. Dizzy Gillespie, Stan Getz, Sextet. <laughs> Man. You know, so, okay, hold it. That, that started my gig. Yeah. I'm, I'm welling up. Yeah. Yeah. There are these two kids. Parents been bringing them to mm-hmm. my gig for the past six, eight months. The little brother's twelve years old, trumpet player. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been, you know, he's been getting his little lessons and stuff. So his first little performance was several months ago, and I on a Saturday said, "But bring him on Sunday. Let him bring his horn, come mm-hmm. play." And I brought some music. I see here. Practice this and learn this, uh-huh. so his dad can play, his mom can play. So he worked on it. When he came for yeah. the first time, I asked him, well, "What What do you want to play?" He said, um, "So what? <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay." Then I said, "Okay, doing that." So I gave him "Bye Bye Blackbird." Uh-huh. I gave him. Um, even some tradition. I gave him Hindustan. Whoa. I gave him a uh, couple of Yeah. So he comes back and he sets in, right? So he's 12. Uh-huh. His little sister is five, five and a half. Little violin. So, she, so she's never played it, but she'll bring her case. Her, from the first time that I met her. Yeah. And he came with his case and he was coming to play, right? She wanted to come in with her violin case because yeah. she wasn't going to leave her instrument in the car. Well, of course not. You know, <laughs> so I fell in love with her then. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. she's very shy and she hasn't participated. She told her mom that she knew that my birthday was coming. Mm-hmm. She told her mom she wanted to learn how to play Happy Birthday <laughs> for me. Right? Okay. And and she said, but she said, but she also had been working with her brother, been teaching her how to play Freddie the Freeloader. <laughs> so she wanted to do Freddie the Freeloader. So I put on my, I have it. Um, yeah. She played the Freddie the Freeloader. <laughs> uh, she went, da na, da na. <laughs> She she she's not playing that. She just she lays out of that part. <laughs> let her brother play that. But you could see her counting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so I had 
my pad with my music on, yeah. set up on a little stand and stuff, yeah. and I tried to manipulate. I put I put it on record video <laughs> and tried to get it so she wouldn't kind of see it and be yeah. distracted by yeah. it. But when yeah. and I got it right. <laughs> I'm going. I'm, I, I want to edit it and send it to her. <laughs> so when the gig is over, her mom came to me and with with this little bag, this little bag. Uh-huh. I didn't bring the special gift. Uh-huh. She made me. She went to this in this little arts class. She's been going learning how to do origami. Mm-hmm. She's got eight pieces of paper, eight pieces origami to s- designate a scale. <laughs> she wanted to use eight pieces, so she made this octagon-shaped origami little wheel <laughs> with this multicolored paper and stuff like that. And then she made me this card. Now, she printed all of this herself. Uh-huh. Five and a half. Wow. Hold it. Then she, she said, hers is at the top. And she went to her mom, her dad, and her <laughs> brothers and got them to sign it. That's right? nice. And then she put the walking saxophone. <laughs> <laughs> now, she did this on her own, That's her amazing. mom said. Yeah. So... Yes. Well, that helped things, huh? Well, well, no, it it puts things in 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 perspective of yeah. of yeah. I'm I'm truly fortunate, you know. I mean, yeah, I, I'm going I'm going through these things, and there's a reason why I'm I'm not financially prepared to you right. know get the thing. Right. But but I have friends that have offered to help me get there, and because it knows the importance. And but when you get something like this, right. the only thing that that it left me with a big tear in my eye, a big grin on my face, and a big thank you to Elsa and, yeah. and Leo. All right. yeah. Kessler is their last name. I call Leo Kid Leo. <laughs> I'm the Warrior's name, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, Tom, well, that's great. Thank, thank you for letting thank, me air. Thank you so much for coming in. I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to try to do my part uh, to to bring Dave to to the public, I'm gonna I'm, I'm, I will be back on the radio live this week because <laughs> okay, good. at least I can stand you, I can stand could, up. You could make it. Well, at but, least you made it but, here. Uh, yeah, something. but uh, I'm gonna play, I'm gonna do a whole hour of nothing but Dave Dave Bartholomew stuff. Oh man, so, yeah. Well, now yeah. I make this trip. I'll let you know. I'll share. Please do. Pictures and Please stories. Do. Please and, do. And, Thank yeah, you for I want, coming in. I wanted to. This was our first. Night. This was our first. Uh, podcast recording here at Artichoke Music. Oh, is it? Yes, indeed. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. For We're very happy to be here, and and and, even, and happy that you came. Well, thank you for the invitation. All right. My pipe's as dry as chalk I bought myself a bill Then I had to take a walk 
While I was gone, some no good John had drank up my last dime. I never thought a man would stoop to such a petty crime. Who drank my beer while I was in the rear? Please tell me somebody. Such dealings call for action. I'm demanding satisfaction. A beer don't just evaporate or scoot off like a fly. It ain't got legs to walk away, which proves that there's a guy. One of you fellas at the bar who drank a beer for free. Be honest with me, boys. Point the buzzer out to me. Who drank my beer? Who, who? While I was in the rim. Point out that load I moved ya. I'm gonna dislocate his future. to man when one was down and i was around i'd lend a helping hand want one of you gents with good intent please do the same for me replace my beer so i'll still love and trust humanity who drank my beer while i was in the rim such dealings call for action i'm demanding satisfaction <laughs> 